Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network, featuring conversation with cousins. Enjoy the conversation. The Believer for Life Christian Clothing Brand is now on Amazon.com forward slash Believer for Life. Welcome to this episode of Conversation with Cousins. We hope you are encouraged, inspired by the words that we share with you today. Good morning or good evening, whenever you have chose to sit with us today in our homes, as you sit in your home, we're coming to you with another session of Conversation with Cousins from a Christian perspective. We've been going at it for about four months. Uh, So again, we thank God for all of you who have been rocking with us. We want to encourage you to uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, uh, Again, you can also uh, listen to this on the podcast platforms. Uh, But we want to encourage you to share, like, and subscribe. That's what we want to encourage you to do, to share, like, and subscribe. Uh, Get this out. Uh, again, we believe that we're given uh, good content uh, from a Christmas perspective. And again, this conversation is not scripted. As we say that every week, it's not scripted. Uh, we just uh, had talk about a, a topic. Uh, we look at scripture and we allow the Lord to have his way. So again, we have been in this boundary series for three weeks now. Yeah. Uh, uh, we talked about guarding our heart. We talked about uh, unequally yoked. Uh, so we talked about different things that we need to have boundaries over. So again, uh, we're getting ready to go into another area. Uh, so again, I ask that you continue to uh, get your pens, get your p- paper. Uh, you're going to want to jot down some notes uh, again. So I encourage you to do that. I'm going to pass this back to uh, my cousin. She's going to uh, lead us in our conversation on today. Yeah, yeah, we're we're coming into part four of our boundary series. Actually, we we can title this under sexual boundaries. But before we really deep get a deep dive into sexual boundaries, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna give a foundational piece, some guidelines to what we consider uh, a discussion on dating. So, what does the Bible really say about dating? So when I thought about that question, I had to go back to the beginning because we know everything that the foundational piece of scripture is in Genesis one. And so as God has already claimed and and he's already created the heavens and the earth, he creates man and woman. So when we when we get to actually Genesis uh, chapter two, verse 24, uh, Adam, uh, God had already taken Eve from Adam. Adam Adam understands what's going on. He wakes up and he says, and, and it says, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and they shall be one flesh. For many of us, that is still a mystery of the day, but I believe this is where God sets the relationship into uh, a man and a woman. He's given a, a direction that they should go. That means that means a man and woman will come together 
they will have children. And when we read on into that scripture, we know that they, they had Abel and they had Cain. And it says they knew one another. That means there was a level, there was intimacy there. The sexual marriage had been concentrated, consecrated. They knew what was going on. And here, and here God is letting us know again, this is the reason that a man shall leave. So a man's identity is to grow up and find a wife. And we can go over to Proverbs and say, the man that finds a wife finds a good thing. It doesn't say a man that finds a girlfriend. It doesn't say a man that, uh, you know, I, I can chase that rabbit, but I'm not. But uh, what I'm going to stick to the point is it, it says a man shall uh, find a wife. The man that finds a wife finds a good thing. So we know that there is a relationship involved. So what does God really say about dating? Well, we know God is a God of love. God centers everything around how we react and respond to each other in love. So when we think about this, I think when we first started off, my cousin introduced like four uh, topics on, on love. Was that correct? Mm-hmm. And, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm going way back, but if you can go back and find that second or third video where he talked about that, well, he actually introduced that term, which was about uh, relationships. So when you, when you're dealing with relationships, how do you respond to dating? If we continue to think this, since we know that we have parents, we all have parents, the Bible clearly tells us over in uh, Colossians 3 and 20 that children, obey your parents in, in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. That, that again, brings in relationship. So yeah. here we are. We want to have a standard in which the parents have to set. Now, when we look at society today, we would see that in a lot of households, whether they be Christian or non-Christian, don't really set the standards to dating. And I have my own uh, uh, a way of, of letting my, my sons know when they were young on how to date, when to date, when it is an appropriate time to date. This is something that parents have to decide. And whether you're a single parent or a two-party household parent, you still have to make a decision when you introduce dating, the per, uh, parameters in which you introduce dating. Because um, when dating starts off, we know the longer you're with someone in, in, a, in, a, in a closed environment, feelings begin to arise. Mm-hmm. It, it just happens as part of nature. So, so, when, so what I'm letting parents know is, and even those young adults know, there must be a guideline that you set. The only way you can set it is by seeking the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, before I go on, I want, I'm going to flip this back over to Cuz real quick because I want him to just kind of share his feelings on Genesis 2 and 4 and Colossians 3 and 20. Go ahead, Cuz. Uh, when I think of, uh, as you said, on, Gen- on the Genesis passage, uh, that definitely is the foundation. Um, uh, a man joined together with a woman. And again, as you mentioned, society has messed it up uh, to where uh, uh, now we have laws that says it's okay. Uh, It's okay to have a man with a man, a woman with a woman. Uh, So you have to make a determination 
Are you going to follow the law or are you going to follow the Lord? Ooh. Let me say that again. You have to make a determination. Uh, am I going to follow what the law says? Or am I going to follow what man says? Or, or am I going to follow what the Lord says? And I'm here to let you know the Lord trumps man every time. Amen. Uh, the Lord trumps man every time. So it's, again, it's important uh, to know uh, that, uh, uh, it, and it's important, it's imperative to know uh, that uh, God has a standard. God has a boundary in that, in, in that perspective of how relationships are to form. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be male and female. Amen. And I know this is not going to be a pop popular take. We already know that. It's not going to be a popular take uh, because we see in everything. We see in willy-nilly and everything nowadays. Uh, and we've been bombarded with it, even in our commercials. Uh, we've been bombarded with it uh, through the Internet, yeah. uh, billboards. Uh, everything is... Uh, Everything we see basically is contradictory mm -hmm. uh, to what the Lord has said. Yeah. Uh, so again, it's important and it's imperative to know uh, that uh, we have to, especially as I'm talking to the believer now, uh, those of us who are believers, we have to make a determination uh, that we're going to do it God's way. Amen. And once we do it God's way, then we are given an example to our children. Mm -hmm. Let me say that, and that takes us to that Colossian passage. Uh, we are an example because they emulate what they see. Amen. What they see is what they will do. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times parents be like, I don't know where they got that from. Yes, you do. Right. You know where they got it from. Uh, they saw that between you or somebody in their adult influence mm -hmm. they saw it and because they saw it now they're trying to experiment with it or implement it so again that's another reason why we have to be careful how we conduct ourselves uh in front of our children because they will they will grab gravitate to what we do yeah. and whether you're a single parent uh, or a married couple, uh, you have to, if you are a believer, you got to have standards yeah. uh, for the single uh, mother. You can't have a lot of, well, this, this is this is my uncle, and then you have so many uncles coming into the house. Uh, yeah, I went there. Uh, I went there. Yeah. Uh, you have so many, this, yeah, that's my uncle, and then you got another uncle a month or two later, then you got another uncle. We can't have that pattern, because what we bring in front of our children, uh -huh. they will grab a hold to it. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's it's embedded in them. So when they get older, they think it's okay uh -huh. to do some of the foolishness that they saw. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's important that we are very careful in how we conduct ourselves in front of our children. Yeah. Because we want them to uh, uh, do things in the right way if they see it right. Amen. I'll pass it back to you, Amen. So true. The only way they can do it right if they see it right. 
And how did they, and how did they see it? How do you know what's right? Because it's, it's, everybody has, let me put it like this. Everybody has a set of principles that they dated. I wasn't involved in a lot of dating is because the way I was raised, I can always remember my father, um, saying, saying, and, and matter of fact, my father and my mother saying, saying these things like, you know, you need to wait before you decide to have sex. You need, need to wait till you're married. And it just kind of stuck with me like, oh, okay, this is the way you do it. Because dating is going to be, is somewhere, if you keep touching, have that touchy feeling, <laughs> sex is going to come up. Yeah. Sex is going to come up. That the, the, the desire to be intimate is going to come up. And yeah. so I believe that when you set, when those standards are set in, in the household, you're, 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 you're giving them a, 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 a sort of much a playbook on what to look for. Even for the believers, those that grow up in the church, we need to teach this, begin to pray. So again, it's, it's important that like you said, prayer is very important, important piece to it. Uh, and then we have to make sure it's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me say that you have to make sure it's the Holy Spirit uh, because the enemy will will try to throw some things into your mind as well. Uh, so again, in in that process, uh, we have to make sure it's the Holy Spirit leading us in this direction. And the Bible says that he will give us the desires of our hearts. Yeah. Uh, he says that. Uh, so again, uh, as we are praying, uh, one thing I've learned uh, in this season of life is being specific with God. Yeah, yeah. We have to be specific in what we want. Mm -hmm. uh, in a mate, we have to be specific in what we want and everything else. Uh, so again, uh, we have to be specific and you have to, uh, so as you spend talking to the believer, uh, uh, if you are in may, uh, wanting to uh, date, you want to date somebody of like-minded beliefs. Amen. That's imperative. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, and we talked about that on last week, uh, the unequally yoked piece. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you have to have somebody of like-minded belief uh, because if not, uh, you're setting yourself up uh, for failure before it even starts. Let me say that again. Oh, you are setting yourself up for failure for before it even starts. Now, it's hard enough for believers to make it work. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't, I'm, I'm just yeah, getting yeah, real yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard enough for believers to make marriage work. Uh, but they, uh, but again, if you are unbeliever, uh, you have a believer or unbeliever trying to make it work, then it's going to be some automatic tension mm -hmm. because you have different beliefs. You have different belief systems. So, uh, you may want to raise the children one way, uh, the unbeliever want to raise the children another way, yeah. and you got a conflict. Uh, you might think of a certain situation this way, but your spouse, unbeliever spouse, think of a situation another way. Mm -hmm. So you have automatic conflict. 
Uh, so again, it's important that prayer is is key and make sure it's the Holy Spirit because Amen. sometimes we just want to get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me say that yeah. sometimes, and I'm talking to the male and the female. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we get to the point, uh, I didn't wait too long. I just want to get married. So I'm just going to get married. And you Oops. do that. And then some months or years down the road, uh, turbulence happens. Uh, and again, and that could be uh, that could be avoided if we do it right on the front end. Amen. So again, as Cuz was saying, the prayer piece is very important. Yeah. And then you got to have those conversations as you are dating. Yes. Uh, you got to have some parameters. Yes. In the dating process. Mm -hmm. Uh, don't be dating and going to each other houses. Right. Right. You know, it's just some things I'm talking about. Yeah. For, I'm talking from, we talking from a Christian perspective. Just, right. Uh, so again, you've got to have some parameters. As Cuz says, if you touchy feely, uh, eventually that's going to lead uh, yep. to sexual relations. Uh, yeah. So again, we gotta have some boundaries. We gotta have some parameters, uh, because if not, uh, we'll fall into it, and then we'll we've been and done something that we don't want to do right. or shouldn't want to do uh, until it's time to get married. Now, right. if you get somebody who want to do it before marriage, you know that person not for you. Right. <laughs> if if you're trying to do it the Christian standard way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they wanna, they wanna uh, have relations before it's marriage, then you know you need to walk away. That's right. That's right. And you may, and the thing sometimes I, I I've heard people say, but I like him or I like her yeah. so. But if they can't respect your Christianity, yes, if they don't respect it on the front end, yes. What do you think they're gonna do as as you unite with them? Yes, yes. So again, that's sure. important. That's an important piece uh, yeah. that we uh, have to have those boundaries and those parameters. Yeah, uh, we have to know, and, and we can't allow them to cross our line. Yes, whatever the line that we have set, you have to let them know this is it, and if you cross this line. You gotta, you got to leave that relationship. Yeah. And a lot of times, like I said, a lot of times it be the, oh, he was so perfect, she was so perfect. Yeah. But if they don't respect you enough, they don't respect you enough to 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 not cross your boundaries. Yeah. He or she is not for you. Amen. Okay. Amen. You know, cause I like what you said because. At the at the end of the day, dating should lead to marriage. Dating should lead to marriage. Nothing else. Some people just go through their whole life just dating people, never mm. wanting never wanting to really make a commitment. They just want to date people and 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 do all kind of craziness, you know, because they don't want that commitment. But dating should lead to marriage. And one thing, one thing I try to give an instruction to: the best way to date as a young adult is in groups. Mm. 
Keep it in groups. Have some chaperones. It's okay. Mm. And see, that keep that keeps the devil from coming in. And that allows you not only to get to not, not only to get to know each other, but your friends, your family get to know that person. So mm. when you have those parameters in set, it's nothing wrong with group dating. That is for me, that was like even though I was in my late 20s and 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 came to the point where God had me to be, we pretty much dated in a group. We would our the family would invite us over, or we would friends would be invited up, and we dated in a group. There was never a time where, hey, let's 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 do this. And no, 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 no. We're always gonna do in a group. It kind of gives you and some accountability to what's going on in, in the relationship. And everybody can have their eyes on it. There's nothing wrong with it. I know it sounds crazy in today's world. I know anybody's like, no, I just want to be with him by myself. No, I just want to be with her by myself. No, but if you do this thing right, it can, the, the divorce rate would probably really go down. Not saying it won't happen because even the Bible sets a place in, in Deuteronomy about divorce. But mm-hmm. if, if, if you do it with the intention of, Lord, I want to do it the right way. I want to make sure your, God has... Uh, put his bless this bless this couple before we even connected it was in his plan for it then lord let's do this because dating at the end of the day should lead to marriage and so when you when you have that and you begin to date in groups with other with other friends family then it just it makes it a lot um, easier because then you can see how they're reacting not only around you, but around family members and around friends. So that would be my my, my number one. It, it 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 helps. It really stops the devil in his tracks, to where there will be times that yeah, you we we need to sit down and talk. But if you start in a in a group setting, because I'm telling you, you ladies, when a man sees you and he get, puts his eyes on you, and he's like, that's it. You know, you, you and he knows, especially if he's a believer and he's been asking the Lord for it for a wife, he knows that's her. Mm-hmm. You know that that's him. So now you must do it in a way that of maturity, according to just the parameters that you um, that that you go by. And so when you do that, you find out that the dating game becomes a lot more exciting, a lot more fun. And and it's right. You know it's right. People, you know when right is right, and you know when wrong is wrong. So it's it's let's begin to uh, consider how we how we date, so we don't cross those boundaries that will get us in the trouble. And as we lead into this next piece, which is sexual boundaries, these are the things that that go on. And I'm gonna uh, head over to Colossians three and five real quick because that's what I got up and it says therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication uncleanliness uh inordinate affections evil consciousness and covetousness which leads to idolatry if, if I got that right yeah um what that is saying that's the old nature Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the born again experience. We have come into the born again experience. So God has forgiven you all the dating 
relationships you have had before then and and and, and Paul is teaching us don't go back to the old nature yeah. you have come into the light and you're like Lord I'm I'm talking from a man's perspective Lord I'm looking for a wife that girl is saying Lord I'm looking for a husband then don't fall back into the old nature that's where the uh, uh, sexual promiscuity comes in and you're just mm -hmm. like well I want to see how she's doing in the bedroom I want to see how you're doing in the bedroom before I put a ring on it no that's not the way that go that's not the way that go because you're you're creating a whole nother uh a series of events that 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 is not the standard of God there there is a way and we'll get into it in later boundaries but if you if you don't go back into the old nature and you know that you have been forgiven of your past, of your past dating habits, and now you want to live, uh, do it right. You might have to go through a time of celibacy, but uh, <laughs> but it it, it mm -hmm. is what it is. When you go through that, the Lord is training you and teaching you how to come in and consummate that marriage. Because again, dating is to lead to marriage, and you want that marriage to stay. You want that marriage to be a forever commitment. The same commitment you gave, like, Lord, I'm going to live for you the rest of my days. That's what you want that marriage for. And and God blesses that union because he says it in his word. Go ahead, cuz. I'll let you say something on mm -hmm. that and we'll wrap it up. And, and, I, and I like what you said, uh, uh, that uh, dating should lead to marriage. So in other words, you shouldn't want to date nobody that you wouldn't consider to marry. That's it. That's 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 key. Uh, if you couldn't see yourself marrying that person, uh, then you shouldn't date that person. Amen. That just that just just I, I mean that's just a, that's a very key point in the yeah. dating process. You shouldn't want to date nobody. Uh, that you wouldn't want to bring around your family. Uh, you shouldn't want to date nobody that you wouldn't want to bring around your church family. Mm -hmm. uh, again, uh, because if you don't want to bring them around them, then you know it's something wrong in the relationship. That's it. Already. Already something wrong. Already. And then, like when you said that Colossians passage, it says put the death. Yes. Uh, some translation says kill. Uh, so again, put the death that 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 fleshly stuff. Mm. Put it to death. And the reason why he says that uh, the up the verses of verses above says, if you were raised in with Christ, seek those things which are above, which yes. is Christ sitting on the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above and not things on the earth. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's the first two it, verses uh, of Colossians three. Uh, so again, he says. Then he says, after that, he, then he says, therefore, put to death your earthly nature. That's it. Again, we Die. have to always remember uh, that even in our dating relationships, we have to be pleasing to God. Yes. Because our minds should be set on the things of above. Yeah. And if our minds are set on things of above, then we have to put to death our earthly nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So again, that, that's 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 important. 
again, and I'm, we're talking to believers now, uh, again, uh, because we uh, have our minds set on Christ, we have to put to this our flesh. Yes. And again, and the only way we can do that is a surrendered life to Christ. Ooh, repeat that. The only way that can happen is a surrendered life to Christ. You can't do that in your own might. You can't do that in your own strength. No, no. You need to have surrendered your life to Christ. And the, that's the only way you'll be able to put to death uh, the earthly nature. Yes. Without the surrendered life, flesh will rise up and flesh will win. Uh, Let me say it again. Without the surrendered life, uh, flesh will rise up and flesh will win yeah. because we haven't surrendered. Yes. Yes. So, uh, uh, we're talking about boundaries uh, 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 because we have surrendered our life to Christ. We have some boundaries yes. when it comes to dating and relationships. Uh -huh. It's not no anything goes or let's see what happens. Yeah. Because yeah. when we say anything goes or, or we just or we just let it flow. We just no, we no. can't just let it flow. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh, because if we let it flow, it's gonna go down the wrong direction. Right, right, right. And then you're going to become at a crossroads when that time comes. Am I going to go ahead and go against God or am I going to allow my flesh to win? Right, right. And then you have the battle because the other person might be pushing you. Let's go. And then, and then you got to be like, oh, I don't know. And then that because of the temptation, you are more apt to fall into it. Yes. Yes. But if you have those, as we've been reiterated, if you have those boundaries set ahead of time, then you won't get to that place. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. You just, you just, you just actually close the door on the devil. Now I'm going to back up for a moment because even as I said that, and even as Cuz came back and said, I really like that piece that dating should lead to marriage. And because he was talking and I got dating should lead to marriage. Well, when he was reiterating that, re, re, repeating what I had said, I'm reminded that my, my grandfather told my father these very words when he met my mother. Uh, mm. Is it going to lead to marriage? Is that somebody you want to marry? See, this one, you go back to parents set the guidelines they they speak into your life and it resonates to to a right and a wrong what's what's the right way to do it and what's the wrong way to do it mm. so so again it's up to the the parent the are the parents to to set those boundaries set those parameters and and speak these into the life of your children so that mm. they know what to look for, what to do, and what not to do. Yeah. And when you do that, it 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 keeps us away from the very next from next week's uh situation when we really talk about the the sexual behaviors that's that's 
people are doing anything and everything and they and the and we're calling it okay and and the church is missing it we're sleeping because we're not teaching it we're not teaching we're not teaching our children what dating from a christian perspective really looks like because maybe the church is missing it because the church is sleeping around oh okay oh my goodness I just threw that out for free. Yeah, threw that out for free. Oh, I, th oh, I think we're going to be talking about that soon. But true. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why they're not teaching. Because the church is doing it. The church is still acting like the world. And I know the church is just a hospital where we come in and try to be healed and repaired. But maybe the majority of the church still ain't picking up the word. And they're still picking up the old nature. Not having no boundaries. No, we don't want to discuss that. Everything's okay. You can do what you want to do. Mm -mm. Have a formly got have a form of godliness. Isn't mm -hmm. that what it is? Got a form of godliness. But God really ain't in it. My God. Because I think we need to go ahead and repent. I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and leave off with this. Matter of fact, I was going to go over Second Peter eighteen and twenty, and 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 this is going to probably you know carry us in the next week. But it simply says, "For by uttering boastful, empty words, they seduce with fleshly desires and debauchery, people who have barely escaped from those who live in error." Mm. Now, my cousin just said. Maybe the church is doing this. That's why they ain't teaching on it. Maybe the church still needs deliverance of sexual immorality. See, we were just given some guidelines to dating because all dating leads to sex, an intimate relationship. Yeah. So how do we deal with this thing that we have before us on next week. Mm. Now that we've laid some parameters of which believers, whether you be young adults or old adults, how do you begin to turn this thing around? First yeah. of all, we got to repent. Yeah. That's the only way we turn it around. Repentance is just turning it around. Yeah. Going back into the word, asking the Lord to give give you understanding to begin to help set those boundaries so we can yeah. begin to teach the next generation those boundaries and kick the devil out of the camp yeah. and stand up for righteousness yeah. and holiness. At the end of the day, we have to live a certain way. We want to, we, we want to see the blessings of the Lord upon our lives. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a full circle. Every area of our life must be touched by the word, the transforming power of the Holy Spirit in us. Every area. It can't just be one. God is a th a 360 God. He does things in 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 in, in the fullness of time. He doesn't do things in a straight line. A straight line has a point, an end here and an end there. But God does everything so that he can, his purpose is fulfilled in the earth. 
that we will that we will look you know look act and be more like him and draw others in this is where the real freedom and the real healing comes in with that being said that's our that's our guidelines for today we're going to go ahead i'm gonna let cuz uh, close us out in prayer i hope anything that we have said has benefited you in some type of way as always feel free to contact us you can contact us on our youtube you can contact us on our uh social media accounts uh whatever you do if you have any questions if you don't have a home church we're praying that you find one that is biblically based sound teaching and that where you where you can grow uh more in 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 in, in understanding the word of god and understanding the whole dating scenario again i'm gonna say it again dating leads to marriage yeah and I'll leave you on that note, cuz I'll turn it over to you. Again, we thank God for you all rocking with us again on this episode. Uh, again, we're going to have to revisit uh, uh, Second Peter next week. Yeah. Uh, because the Lord just showed me something. And, and I don't want to chase no rabbit. I yeah, don't yeah, chase yeah. No rabbit, uh, because I know we'll be on here another 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, so again, we're going to pray. And again, we'll pick it back up on next week. Uh, we'll get deeper into this topic. Uh, so let us pray. Our Father and our God, again, we thank you. Uh, we praise you. Again, we magnify your name again for uh, another episode. We pray, God, as this episode is being heard or watched, we pray, God, that you will work on our hearts and our minds. Uh, we pray, God, that we will apply what was said on today. Uh, into our lives, uh, those who may be in the dating phase, uh, that they would listen to some of the principles that were shared on today uh, that would help them uh, uh, to godly date, uh, to not to fall into the trap of the enemy, uh, because the enemy got a lot of traps out there. Uh, but if we set our affections on the bug, uh, as we uh, seek you first, uh, we know that uh, we uh, can uh, stand up against the devil and defeat him uh, because victory is already ours. You already give it, given it to us uh, through Jesus Christ. Uh, so, God, we just thank you for that. And now, God, we just ask, oh, God, again, uh, that you would just uh, work on us. Uh, those who are single in the dating phase, uh, work on us. Uh, we pray, God, that you just work on us, uh, prune us. Uh, shape us, mold us, make us into what you want us to be. And then we give you glory and we give you honor. Uh, we pray for those who may be married or who have listened to this. Uh, maybe some things are awry and they need to rekindle their relationships. Uh, so we even pray for them as well, God, uh, that they will rekindle their relationships, that they will return back into where they first were. Uh, when they first come together. Uh, so we thank you in advance for what you're going to do because of this episode. And we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We pray you have enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks for spending time with us. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. And we'll see you next week.
after a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. There are four common mistakes entrepreneurs and business owners make in their first years of business. Learn what you don't know by clicking the link below. The Make More Offers Challenge with Myron Golden. You'll be glad you did. Do it now. Click below and I'll see you on the other side.
say this mountain can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There is power in your name. We've heard that there is no way to believe for the impossible.
speak to the mountain and command it to move. You said it. I believe it. You said it. It is done. You said it. I believe it. You said it. It is done. Can you help me sing? Yes, you did. for listening to the Power of Prayer podcast featuring Conversation with Cousins. We hope you enjoyed the show. Catch us next week. Same time, same channel. Have a blessed one. Peace.